Hi, I'm Margie. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to God in the Real World. Avatar, may her baba ki jay. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to God in the Real World. I am one of your co-hosts, Margie Connor, and I'm with my co-host, Miss Michelle McKeever. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I know we always say that we're going to be back after our last episode, <laughs> but it's just the way life is taking us. So we're happy to be here. We don't know Look, when we're coming back Time's an again. illusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little life update Michelle had. Some serious major surgeries. I uh, was in India for a couple months, so it's just been a little bit of a crazy <laughs> last couple months. But anyway, a crazy last couple months. But we are happy. Well, we're healthy and happy <laughs> sometimes, and <laughs> ha- happy to be here at least with yes, each other. We're happy to be here. So um, today we're going to talk about shame on the spiritual path, which I think is almost like it's kind of an underrated topic. I think it's something that we need to talk about way more. But I wanted to start out with um, this quote that I absolutely love that kind of helps me with shame. I just have to pull it up. Give me one second. Um, I thought I had it. Sorry, guys. Margie, are you feeling shame about not having the quote ready? I'm feeling shame about not having the quote. Okay, so there, there are actually two quotes. And so I feel like I actually did this as a late night chat topic. And it just sets the stage for shame and how kind of ridiculous of an emotion it is to have with Baba. Yes. But so this is Baba, Meher Baba, if you ever heard of him. <laughs> it's okay. There is no creature which is not destined for the supreme goal as there is no river which is not winding its way towards the sea and the other quote is why worry i love you as you are oh i love those i love those a lot so i'm gonna let you start because i've been thinking about this a lot and i did a whole late night chat on it so i I have a little bit of like i'm a little bit of a cheater so i'll let you go first (laughs) i'm gonna let you go first and tell me like what your experience with shame is and Baba and how to manage that. Oh, so I never feel shame because I'm a perfect human being. Um, <laughs> no jokes, 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 jokes. I'm, I'm in my class clown mode tonight. Um, I think one of the places I feel like a lot of shame in my life is in relationship to like my spiritual life and like either not being perfect or not doing enough um, and or doing the wrong things and being afraid that like God will like smite me for it. Um, And I think that, you know, my relationship with Baba has helped healed kind of my relationship with like the capital G God, which like, I think came from like a, you know, I came from like a Catholic upbringing and not like a, super serious Catholic, but, um, I think, you know, we've Catholic guilt is a pretty common (laughs) phrase. And I feel like guilt and shame are so linked in my mind. Um, and so, and I think that a lot of times, like some of the stuff in the Catholic church that like, I feel a lot of shame that like, you know, I think had shame attached to it were things like, you know, sins, like, you know, what are my sins? Right. Which is like, um, you know, I think about it a lot in terms of like my relationship with like sex outside of marriage or of um, like, and like drinking back in the day or um, 
just even like those like moments where you're like frustrated and kind of passive aggressive or angry, you know, I think that there's a hefty dose of like spiritual shame that has come from like, or like religious shame that I'm still working through. And in my relationship with Baba, I think one of the hardest things for me to accept is that like, I am loved by like a divine being no matter what I do. Um, and that like shame does not need to exist in that, in that kind of state. Um, and so I feel like, um, like, like kind of like that first quote, right? Like there's no river, which is not winding its way towards the sea. Like thinking about that, um, no matter what path I choose to take and what decisions I choose to make, like eventually I end up on the same goal. And that's not to say like, I don't want to live my life with like ethics and values and morals. Um, but it is to say that like some of the things that I think like bring up a lot of shame for me in the spiritual way are like, it, it, it doesn't really matter because I'm still on the same path. Um, and like, besides like kind of the things that like, you know, I think a lot of religions kind of like shut down. I think the other part of where shame really comes up for me is around, um, my, what I do to practice my spiritual, like to practice like my faith. Right. And so like feeling a lot of shame because I'm not praying regularly or I'm not meditating or I'm not, you know, sometimes I forget to take Baba's name, you know, like that, like those types of things where I'm just like, I can get through so much shame and be like, and feel like a fraud, you know, like having a podcast got in the real world. And like, I don't feel like I'm like, you know, one of those people who is like, like, I'm not the most devout practicer of faith, right. In an active way. Um, and I think I have a lot of shame that comes up around that. And then like, just having to like, come back to like Baba reminding me that like, wherever I am on the path counts you know, and is valuable. Mm. And it's not, a, yeah. it's not a zero sum game. You know, it's not like a, a wins, you know, a winner's game. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, How about for so you? beautifully put. I mean, it's all that, like, I, I relate to all of what you're saying. I think for me, it comes up, like, there's so much that Baba laid out for us, right? Like he, I feel like in a lot of religions, there's, you know, there's like the Bible or the Quran or something like that, where there, there's these general guidelines, but a lot of it has just kind of been created by people. But with Baba, like we have direct words from God that have not been colored in any way. And so I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to live those and to be those, but it's, it's inevitable that it's, you're not going to do it. You know, it's so like I sometimes take for granted that it's like the most spiritual of the spiritual, like must and saints are the only ones who can most of the time, like live, live this way that Baba said. And so Mm. I think also so much of my relationship with Baba is like trying to prove that I'm worthy of love for him or like I'm worthy of loving. And so if I forget to think about him or do something or don't live how I think Baba wants me to live, I feel like Baba doesn't love me. And so those two quotes, I love so much because it's like, it's so clear that we are all headed for the same spot. And so if you forget to think about Baba or you have sex outside of marriage or you drink or whatever, it's, 
you still are destined for the same goal. And it, I don't know, when I read this quote, it gave me this like, uh, exhale feeling of like, oh my gosh, there's nothing I can really do to mess myself up so bad that like I'm screwed, you know? Mm. And this whole pressure that I put on myself to live a certain way and the should, like, I feel like shame and the word should go hand in hand. Like, yeah. oh, I should do this. I should be living this way. And I think Baba tries to break that in us Sorry. over, oh, my Siri just picked that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> over time, we create this ideal lifestyle that we think Baba wants us to live. And then Baba breaks that in us. And it's like an ego death. You know, we're like, oh, I yeah. should be getting up and saying Baba's name first thing in the morning. And like, at first it's a really genuine devout act, but then it becomes this thing that if we forget to do it, we feel shame. And that's not Baba. Baba loves us no matter what. I, it's so true. It's so true. And like, we can't like, I think it's where that like unconditional love though, like, it's just so not what we're used to. Right. Like, and like, (laughs) um, it's, it's a real, for lack of a better non-curse word, like it's a real mind fuck, you know? Cause I think we spend so much time in life, you know, like making sure like in our relationships with people, figuring out the ways to be in relationships that are so, that make it so everybody's getting value and everybody feels seen or cared for, but it takes work. And the relationship with Baba, like we need to put, we put in the work, right. That we do. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if we haven't really done it or not, because he just loves us. And I think that that's like very confusing to me and makes perfect sense at the same time. Um, and I think, I don't know about you, but like, I feel like what you're just saying and thinking about like, kind of my experiences, like it's, I think a lot of it is like when I get into the comparison game with other people is when I start feeling that shame too. It's not necessarily even like the shame of like, oh, how it's sometimes it is of how like God will see me. But a lot of the times it's also like shame because like, I'm not doing as much as other people. And like, I like kind of get that like fraud or like imposter syndrome comes back in. Um, and then it's like, oh, but it just doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, I think we, it's also like to that point, it's so like, you know, in all of relationships, even in like your most loving relationships, there is a comparison game, you know, it's like, oh, I was different than other people. So this person loved me. Right. So like, if you're in friendships or intimate relationships or family, it's like, oh, I'm loved for my skills. I'm loved for how I show up. I'm, and it's, you know, we can act like there's this unconditional love in some relations, but the reality is it's not, you know, like you're loved because your personality, you're loved for whatever. And it's, I think it's unfathomable for us to be like, even if I do nothing, but hate Baba, he will still love me. Like, that's what blows my mind as I look around at like, people who are just walking around and never even heard Baba's name. And it's like, he loves them the same as he loves me. So why am I torturing myself about all that I'm not doing when I should just be celebrating the fact that along this goal that I'm destined for, I happen to be far enough along to even know his name. Yeah. 
you know, or, you know, I had this feeling when I was, when I was in Marizad in India, Devana was talking and she was talking about how, you know, we don't even cross the threshold of the Samadhi or the center or Marizad or anything, unless we're personally invited and how it's like a long, long line to receive that invitation. And I had this realization of like, you know, we sit around and we think that we've done all this spiritual progress and we're so like, we've worked through these lifetimes to get to this place. And what if it's just like, we're basically actors in a movie playing our role and it's really has nothing to do with the amount of work that we put in. I, I don't yeah. know that this, this kind of something that I've been thinking about is like, every time I think about Baba, it's really him thinking about himself. It has nothing to do with me. So this shame about how I'm not thinking about Baba is really, it's Baba not thinking about Baba. Oh. Does that make sense? I know that's kind yes. of like a little out there and metaphysical, but. You know what? I, I love it when you go meta, meta, metaphysical. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I love that. Um, I feel like my brain is still catching up with it to be fully fair. I do love. No, that's true. Okay. But I, uh, I, I hope you like, is it making sense what I'm saying? It's like, we think that it's on us to put in all this work and mm-hmm. get to this place of remembering him and living a life for him. But what if it's just in his timing, it just happens, you know, like we put all this and what if that's part of the game is just sort of surrendering to the fact that all we have to do is exist and yeah. not try so hard. And that actually allows him to get in there and and do the loving things do the open-hearted things do the things that ultimately bring us closer to him but it's just it's like you're on a timeline you know and you can't skip the timeline you just have to go through the process yep no it's i i love that and i do think you're you make sense um (laughs) you're like i still don't understand it no i do i I can't catch your drift um i don't even I get it no I do feel like it's like that I think that idea of like you don't know where you 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 don't know where you fall on the timeline too right you don't know like where you are and ultimately the timeline doesn't really freaking matter because what matters is just to like live your life right um and like that's for God to know and us to find out like you know yeah exactly um and it's just like our ego who wants to know more about like where we are on the path, right? Not who, not like the highest and healthiest self of ours. Like, um, and so as much as we can kind of work with that around just like, I'm okay where I am. God loves me as I am. I am loved as I am. Like, I feel like that's like a really healthy place to be. Uh, yeah. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, when Baba says that, like, that, like, quote, like, the, the beginning of that second quote, like, why worry? Does that bring up anything for you? Uh, yes. So worry is, like, not an emotion that I really heavily relate to, but I definitely relate to, like, critical thinking. So I know it's kind of the same thing. So I have like a very loud inner critic. So when I think about that, it's like, okay, why criticize myself? Because Baba loves me exactly how I am. So 
sometimes I feel like I criticize, I criticize myself on Baba's behalf. I'm like, oh, Baba wouldn't want me to do that. Or I shouldn't do that because Baba wouldn't want that. And the reality is Baba knows exactly what I'm going to do and all the mistakes, the quote unquote mistakes I'm going to make. And he knows that the mistakes are ultimately going, are happening for my benefit to learn some lesson. So why am I even worrying and being so critical of myself when I can't, I can't escape him? Like, I know that sounds really dark, but I can't escape him. And it's all his wish and his will. So why am I worrying and being mean to myself about how much I'm not doing? Does that make sense? I love that. (laughs) I love that. No, it does make sense. It's a totally different reaction than what I have for that. Um, And I love it because it's so you and my reaction is so me. Um, (laughs) But I love, yeah, the, like, I love where you take it and you just go to the, like the letting go place of it all. I go to the, (laughs) my initial reaction is the, (laughs) fuck you. How dare you tell me not to worry? There's so many things to worry about. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like literally my like initial reaction. And then I'm like, okay, I breathe, Michelle. Um, Like, but I think like my anxiety brain like turns on in that way. Like I believe, fully believe, um, in Baba and like have faith in Baba but that like the like why worry like for my like limited brain brings up so many feelings of like there are so many things I need to worry about right and I think that worry (laughs) has sometimes been like a motivating factor right or like my worry that I'm not spiritual enough has like forced me into like trying to like pray or trying to whatever like do things that are actually end up like net good and maybe I wouldn't you know feel before but I do think your motivation or your interpretation of it is the higher and healthier version um, and is what I aspire to as well. Well, no, I actually like, okay. So it's so funny that you're saying this because I, I don't know what happened on this India trip, but I feel like, you know, I think you and I have talked about this on the podcast. How sometimes Baba has to shatter his or your idea of him entirely. And so when I got back from India, I was like, Baba's not God. I don't believe any of this. I can't believe I've spent my whole life just letting me believe that I should suffer and be destroyed. And I was so angry at Baba. I didn't even want to look at his picture. I have like 18 Baba pictures in my room. And I just was like, when I'd wake up in the morning, I was like, I don't want to see your face. I don't want to think about you. I don't want to hear your name. And every time I thought about Baba or somebody mentioned Baba, I was like, fuck you, Baba. Sorry, excuse my French. But I also was like, you know what, Baba? I'm not going to worry about the fact that I think that you're a phony because I know that you're going to work it out for me. But then at the same time, I was like angry that he was just like leaving me out to dry and giving me these emotions of anger because now I have to worry about my own life. And I was like, how dare you tell me that I don't have to worry when I haven't yeah. been worrying for all these years and now all this stuff is crashing in on top of me. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? I know that was kind Absolutely. of like all over the place. But yeah, in the last like 48 hours, I was like, wow, I'm really glad I didn't worry about being mad at Baba because Baba lifted that. I love that. <laughs> like, 
I love that. Yeah, of- like the the worrying about like I, th- I there's something we were just saying like the worrying about <laughs> being mad at Baba like what a also like twist and turn in my mind that is but also just like yeah that is like the worry to let go of too the worry that you're wrong right or that yeah yeah I but then there's that. also so much shame you know it's like in the Baba world I think that sometimes we have like it's a lot of outside influence, but there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I love Baba more than you. And this is how I love Baba. And I never have a doubt about Baba being God. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, they're, they must be farther on the path than me. So I'm not going to act like I have these doubts and these shames and all of this. And it or leads people to more who shame. are like, I just don't worry about like things in the, my life or in the world. And I, I mean, God bless because I, I hope that's true, but I also have, this, I do think there's like, like with spiritual shame comes like, like the other side of it, which is like the spiritual superiority part where it's like, like, I do feel like it's part of just like human emotion and nature, right. For all of us who are on like the human path, like spiritual beings in a human body, worry comes, right. Like it's just a part of our nature, but I do feel like what you're talking about, it's like less of like the worry, like it's to work with the worries, right. And to go to the faith, but also to like stop worrying that if you worry, but God won't love you, you know, like that's yeah, part exactly. Too, right? Like, right. Like, like, yeah, the continuous like message to let ourselves off the hook, um, that we like put ourselves on because we want to be these spiritual beings and because like Baba's whole thing. But I think, you know, the other quote, when we think about worry that comes in too, is like, do your best, then don't worry be happy in Baba's love, right? Like there's also, it's that like give and take with Baba of the effort, right? And so if I'm like worrying because my, I have like anxiety disorder, right? Like if my brain, like on top of that, just like we live in a world that like there's a lot going on, but if like I'm doing my best to like manage that and to come back to faith, like, like that's where I can like let go of the worry that Baba won't the Baba is like not going to love me. Cause like, I can trust that he's there, but it doesn't mean I don't feel any of those feelings first. It doesn't mean I don't feel the guilt, the shame, the worry. It just means that like, I get to the place and I'm trying to get to the place of just remembering that he is love. Yeah. I love that. And I think, I mean, ultimately I, I think we said this before, but like, we'll talk about a topic and then it always just comes back to the fact that God is love and God is everything. But really I, do, like, I do think that shame, it blocks us from the intimacy with God because mm-hmm. like, you know, we want to have this really beautiful relationship with him all the time, but relationship is less than beautiful a lot. And so I know for me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be mad at Baba. And so it's that shame of like, I'm not going to acknowledge my feelings in this. And then it kind of harbors that really negative stuff or when you feel that shame of like, let's say you're having, you're having anxiety, right? You can either deny your anxiety, which is shame of the anxiety, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I feel this anxiety. So I'm going to act like it's not here. And then it manifests in other ways, or you have shame and you don't want to come to Baba with your anxiety because that makes you like not spiritual enough of a person, right? It's like all these preconceived notions of the mind. But if we just came to Baba and was like, yeah, you know what? I have really bad anxiety and it's your fault. And I want you to deal with it. Like somebody said to me, challenge Baba. 
Like he likes that. He likes when we challenge him and we come to him and we're just like, get me out of this mess, buddy. You know, like you got me into it. Yeah, exactly. And I think sometimes like you got to just ask for that too. You know, like it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I got back from India, I had this feeling of just like, you know what, Baba? I've spent so much of my life blindly believing you're God. And I feel like I've earned my strength. This is literally a conversation I have with Baba. Because I was having all the shame about feeling this way in India. But then when I got home, it kind of was like Baba lifted this, which is why this shame topic came up. But I was like, you know, Baba, I've spent a lot of time and effort thinking about you. I've done a lot of work. And so I need you to show up and show me that you're God. And I'm going to yes. sit back and let you handle everything. And it's your problem now. Yes. And I mean, I definitely have been struggling for the last week. I think it's been like mental turmoil, but in the last like 24 hours, 48 hours, I'm like, oh, I see. You're this like, was just something I had to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And if I had all this shame of holding on to the fact that I was feeling like Baba wasn't God, I never would have gone to him feeling like he wasn't God, you know? Yep. That make, does that make sense? Absolutely. I think too, like, I was going to say something about like doubt and how like, oh, I think I just got a knock on my door. So this is exciting. A little pause moment for the group. Oh, wow. Um, oh, <laughs> Margie, my question for you is how do you think doubt plays into like shame? What's the difference and how does that play for you? Well, I think doubt is like clouded in shame. I think doubt is a real thing that happens on the spiritual path. And it's like a natural part of, um, a natural part of it. I mean, I think even, I think it was Baba. I don't want to quote it, but there was some quote, pretty sure it was Baba about how doubt like makes love more pure because if you have doubt and you choose to love anyway, it shows how pure the love is. You know, if you have proof of something, it's easy to love something. The doubt makes it more of that challenge to hold on to love. And there is this sense in, especially in the Bible world, and I think you've talked about this, the kind of like authoritarian spirituality kind of thing that we get on, like, oh, I'm a Bible lover, so I'm so much better than other people who love God. So it's like, oh, but I believe Baba's God. I can't believe you'd have doubt. And then anytime that natural doubt comes up, we have shame about admitting that. And then we like close a part of ourselves off to our, from like, we, we repress a part of ourselves that actually can bring us closer to Baba by working through that and loving him through it. But I want to ask you the same question. So when you have doubt, what arises? Like, do you feel like shame is something that kind of goes along with doubt? That's a great question. Um, I feel like it can. Um, I feel like it takes work to not let it go along with doubt. Like, like I think for me in terms of like spiritual, like um, it's kind of the word, like hierarchy, I guess. Like shame <laughs> is a little like closer to the lower self than doubt is. Like for me, doubt feels like actually like a really normal part and a really healthy part 
of the spiritual experience. Um, mm-hmm. But where doubt can like turn into shame almost is like, like, you know, I think a healthy amount of doubt is important because like, we also need to be discerning. Right. And so like doubt can help with discernment. Um, whereas like when we go to shame, we begin to like take this in like, kind of like a, it's in a way that then like, is like a little bit more insidious and like mm. eats up at us versus just like the doubt, which can, I think ha- be held in like a lighter space, um, and more easily be moved through. Um, yeah. In my like initial reaction to that. Yeah. But I think it's all like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think it's all like a spectrum of kind of like emotions and a similar, like guilt's on that spectrum too. Like, I think it's all like a spectrum of like feelings on the spiritual path. Yeah. It's almost, I kind of think shame is like shame kind of makes my skin crawl in a way, because really what it is, is us trying to take credit for ourselves which is where we get off track I feel like every time I've ever had like clarity and peace in my life it's because I haven't taken credit for the good or the bad I've just been like okay Baba it's all you whatever I create and then it's like you can be the more of that sort of like channel or like conduit of love instead of being like oh I am love I am this or that or I am terrible or I'm worthless Shame is you trying to hide. Basically, it's like you've decided to take something on as your own and own your ego. And then you're embarrassed to tell God that you've taken it on. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like the, um, I think a lot of people have a lot of shame in some ways when it's like the pride come like like when when you were talking about like how like it's like healthy right to take to take stock and to take ownership of what you do I think there's a lot of shame wrapped up in that because people don't want to be like I think people very much want to be like oh it's not me it's God right like you were saying but at the same time like we have to value ourselves for who we are right so when we get kind of like mixed into for feeling shame for who we are. I think it's a, like a slippery, slippery slope downwards, right. Into like self-loathing rather than self-appreciation with the knowledge that we're all part of this, like oneness, I guess. That makes sense. Um, I feel like I can't remember quite where we started, but I know that we're here now. And you either might have disappeared for a second so I can keep talking. I'm going to go ahead and reread. I'm here. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was going to go ahead, like, kind of like, you know, we're like, I'm looking at time and stuff. I was going to go ahead and reread the quote. Yeah, right, that's, that's cool. great. Um, this is like the chaos hours becoming in my house. Um, you know, I can't, I can't do a podcast without mentioning hope in in the background. Um, she really wants to be on the podcast today. Um, I'm going to reread these two quotes just to like leave folks with to think about along with like the topics that we've been discussing. 
So the first, there is no creature which is not destined for the supreme goal, as there is no river which is not winding its way towards the sea. Mm. Quote two, why worry? I love you as you are. No, I love this so much. Thinking those is like a reflection as like a, a meditation moment, even if it's like six seconds <laughs> as you heard that, that counts. Mm. Yeah. Marty, since it's been also... a minute. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Sorry. I just think that those are the quote, you know, we, we drill so many of the other quotes into our heads, like, don't worry, be happy, or like, do your best and do this. And I think that those two are two of the ones that we need to drill into our heads to just remember how much Baba really loves us. Mm, I love that. I but anyway, go that. ahead. I, I cut you off. Sorry. No, I was going to say, since it's been a while, would you like to share a message of hope to anybody who's listening? Oh, Yes, I actually have one. This is for me. I actually want to listen back to this. Um, <laughs> my, my message of hope is that you cannot escape him. That no matter what you do, whatever decision you make, you, and excuse my French, you cannot fuck it up. There is nothing you will ever do. You know, you could feel like you're at a crossroads and that there's a wrong decision. And that one is going to take you away from Baba, but he will always find a way back to you. And so you can live doing what you want to do from the goodness of your heart, rather than in shame of not pleasing him, because Mm. he's going to find you either way and use you for his work. I love that. That's my, that's my message of hope. But do you have one? I feel like you need to give one too. I would say... That like in all the difficult times that come up and all of the frustrations and the anger and the sadness and grief that are part of the work of just being a human and of being on a spiritual path, that God is loving and God is good and God is compassionate. Mm-hmm. And so just to remember even though sometimes it doesn't feel like that. Like that's God's ultimate goal. Love's ultimate goal is to be loving. That's so beautiful. I love that. Um, Will you you say the beloved God prayer for us, Margie? Yes, I will. Beloved God, help us all to love you more and more and more and more and still yet more till we become worthy of union with you and help us all to hold fast to Baba's Daman until the very end. Avatar, Meher Baba, Ki Jai.